Hey everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. I hope you're all having a great day. I hope that you're meeting the day with the presence, acceptance, and compassion that is going to allow you to cultivate a sense of well-being and happiness for yourself all day long, no matter what life throws at you. And I hope that's true for you. And if it's not true for you, well, then you're in the right place because that's what these videos and this podcast are all about. And I hope that you, you get the benefit of these, um, of these messages to help you to live a life that's, that's really being led with compassion, with presence, and with acceptance. It's really, really helpful. And I hope that you're getting that from these videos. So Today I wanted to talk more about parenting and mindfulness. You know, I've been getting so many uh, positive uh, feedback from from uh, some of these videos and some of the talks I've been doing and uh, conversations I've been having, and, and it's inspired me to do another uh, parenting course. Right, I've done these in the past where it's a mindful parenting course, and uh, I'm about to start a new one in the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested in that, if that's something that you think you're you might benefit from, <clears throat> you know, it doesn't matter how old your kids are, right? Like it, you know, even teenage kids. Even adolescent kids, even you know adult children, you can benefit at any time, any stage of your children's life. You know the the relationship between parent and child can benefit from mindfulness. So if you're interested in that, interested in learning more about that, hit me up with a comment or send me an email and let me know, and I'll get you the information as it becomes available. <clears throat> Still kind of in the planning stage, and again launching probably in about two weeks. So, but one thing that's really interesting is that when I do these courses for mindful parenting, right, almost universally, <clears throat> the parents are coming at it with the same sort of, um, the same sort of, uh, you know, approach that you would have, but with buying a parenting book, right? And, and that is to say that, that they're looking for techniques and they're looking for methods. They're looking for, you know, for, for ways in which they can parent, right? Because, you know, the thing is that we all want to know that we're doing it right, you know, and that's, that's a big thing for parents, right? It's a big thing that, you know, or I should say, <clears throat> we all want to know that we're doing it right, but, but more specifically, we're afraid that we're not doing it right. And that's, and that's what drives these, you know, these industries of these, you know, uh, self-help books and stuff for parenting or any other aspect of, of life at, at that matter. But, but especially for parenting. I mean, if you go into a bookstore and you look at the parenting section, I mean, there's just so many different books that you can buy, you know. And the reason why these are so popular is, again, because we're all looking for that, you know, that, that you know, just give me a step-by-step -step instruction so that I know that I'm doing it right, you know. And, um, <clears throat> well, what I found is a couple of, a couple of issues that, that arise from that. And I'm talking about from my own experience with, with my own children. Children, right even the best parenting books that I've ever you know my favorite parenting books the ones that really speak to me and for me uh, that includes the whole brain child and no drama discipline by uh, uh, dr. Dan Siegel and dr. Tina Bray Payne Bryson you know those are to me those are the the paradigm of parenting books because they really approach it from understanding the child rather than trying to change the child okay but but even those books like when when I read through the books you know it's like it's like, okay, you know, they give me, you know, they tell you like how this, you know, chapter X is about, you know, the, the development of the brain and how you can like kind of connect to the development of the brain at, develop, at different development stages of your child's life. And so, okay, so they give you that sort of background and then they tell you these little stories. And, and with those books specifically, they tell you about their stories with their kids and they're hilarious because they're very, very human about it. You know, they, they tell you where they did it wrong, you know. And, um, and so, so that, while that's very entertaining and very, you know, awesome and, and you know, con, you know you, you're able to connect to them on that level, still, 
even with these books, and this is universally true with all the parenting books I've read, when they tell you these stories, it's like, okay, but my kid doesn't do that. You know, like that's not the way my kid would. Like if, if I did everything that you're doing here, my results would be different, you know? And, and it's impossible, of course, for anybody to write a book that is going to cover every single, you know, potential, um, you know, behavior of every single kid in the world, right? Because every child is different. And that's the thing, right? All of these uh, parenting books, right? And, and all the techniques and all of the, the programs that people run about parenting, by and large, what they are about is about controlling the behavior on some level of your children, right? And, and, you know, and again, the reason why we want this is because we're afraid that if we don't do things right, somehow, some way, things are good, you know, our kids are not going to turn out right. They're not going to turn out good. And, and that's going to be on us, right? And so we feel an enormous amount of shame about that. We feel an enormous amount of guilt and, and we pressure ourselves because of that feeling of shame and guilt, right? So when I work with parents, right, I approach it a little differently because first of all, you know, anytime that you're, you're trying to control a child's behavior, right, you can use one of two basic methods, right? Of course, there's many, many, many different techniques, but, uh, but you know, really it's going to fall into, it's either going to be on reward-based, uh, you know, kind of uh, approach, or it's going to be on a discipline slash punishment based approach, right? Those are the two divisions, right? Like that's really the only way that you can sort of uh, try to control a child's behavior, right? And I have to tell you that, you know, there are problems with each one of those, right? And most of the problems with each one of those, you know, really reside in the fact that, that once you're, you're taking that you know, approach to, to controlling your child's behavior, right? What you're doing is you're, you're breaking that attachment that you have with that child, right? And, 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 you know, and as I said, the whole brain child and no drama discipline, those come as close as I've read. And there's another book that I just uh, heard about, which is called Conscious Parenting, which seems to break the, the, uh, the, the line on this, right? But, but, but other than those books that I've, I've read, um, I've never seen another parenting book that doesn't focus some level on, on controlling the child's behavior rather than understanding it and much and more importantly, rather than, than connecting to the child on their level, right? And on their terms in a way, right? And, and so the reason why this is important, right, is because when children realize that you're trying to control them, not only is it is in the process of trying to control that, not only do you take on this role of like an authoritarian or, or some kind of, you know, just, just not like a real attached person in their life, right? Not only does that happen, but really at the bottom line, at the, the end of the day, the kids are going to reject it. They're going to push away from it, right? Because kids are people, right? And they understand, they can sort of, you know, Especially once you get into like the the uh, you know uh, tween years and the and the you know the 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 teen years, right? They they understand what you're trying to do, right? And and as they understand that, you know they they feel that and they're going to push away from it, right? So so oftentimes these techniques, I think, you know, wind up kind of you know causing more issues than they solve with your children, you know. And I'm not the only person who says this. I mean, I've I've you know, I've, I've, you know, talked to enough people and, and read enough books that, that this is not a uh, necessarily, you know, when I read books about psychology, 
you know, this is something that's pretty uh, uh, prevalent in those in those texts, right? Is that you know, is that that you know, the idea is that you know, when you're when you're forming this level of of you know the dynamic of like a a me versus them, right? A, a parent versus the child. What you're doing is you're creating that sort of friction and that sort of um, you know um, conflict. You know, and so and so when I work with parents, right, what I work with is is we don't necessarily talk about how we're parenting the children. Right. It's almost like we talk about instead of the how we talk about the why. Right. And 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 what I mean by that is, you know, we talk about why it is that you feel you need to control what your children are doing. Right now, of course, there's certain parameters, right? Yeah, no. When your kid's throwing applesauce on the wall, obviously we want to try to stop that, you know. Um, and and certainly, you know, you can't just let your kid walk into the middle of a street, right? Like, you know, there's certain parameters that we have to to create, right? And and but but once those are created, you know, what happens within those parameters? You know, oftentimes taking a more um, an approach that that looks at you know what it is within the parent that feels like they need to control more than those parameters, right? And and oftentimes what the answer to that is, right, is that you know we grew up with a certain you know paradigm in mind, right? How our parents raise us. This is something I talk about a lot in my in my mindfulness training and in these videos. You know, it's sort of the the programming of our mind, right? Like as we're you know in the first seven years of our lives, right? We're 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 soaking up like a sponge all the different things that we see the people around us doing, right? So our parents, we see how they're treating us. We see how they relate to other people. We see how our friends' parents relate to them. We see how our friends relate to their parents. We see how our our parents relate to our friends' parents. You are Constantly just observing all of this. <laughs> this, of course, it um, continues into you know your teachers, your coaches, your um, you know the the after school programs, the the church people, whatever you're into, right? Like this is all part of what we're building as a as a you know sort of a, a programming of of how we're going to relate to the world for the rest of our lives, right? And generally speaking, it's like the first seven years of our lives, right? And so, so when when we're reacting to things as adults, right, normally what we're doing is we're reacting based on that stuff that we learned back when we were six years old or something like that, five, six, seven, four, three, two, one, you know, in those first seven years of our lives, right? And so, <clears throat> and so what that means is that we're doing this automatically, right? We're doing this without, you know, without necessarily without necessarily having an intention that, that is based on what we really, you know, understand to be true, right? We're just assuming, we're making these assumptions based on the way that we were brought up. And unfortunately, you know, for most of us, right, there is some level of trauma involved with our upbringing, right? So, so, so and, and, and this is where, you know, this is the reason why we go out and get these books that, that, you know, kind of, you know, teach us how to get a child not to talk back, right? Because, because our parents, you know, taught us in whatever method they had not to talk back, you know, and if you're talking to me, you know, that was a very physical method, right? And it was very, um, you know, punishment based method, which wasn't fun and wasn't happy and wasn't healthy. And it wasn't beneficial to, to the relationship that I had with my parents. Right. And so, and so, you know, so, so a lot of parents, you know, in a lot of parenting books, what they do is they, they kind of go into these methods of how to get your kids not to talk back, how to get them to, to be more obedient. Right. 
And then they wonder 10 years later why they have such a hard relationship, why their kids don't want to spend time with them, why their kids don't want to, you know, be close to them. So so when when I work with parents, right, is what I do is I focus not on the child and the child's behavior and the child's, you know, things that are going on. But really what we focus on is the parents, right? Like, like you know, what I do is I, I teach you as a parent how to be mindful, how to be present how to be present, how to be accepting, and how to be compassionate. And when we can allow those dynamics and those qualities to, to you know, inform and, and kind of lead our parenting, then ultimately what happens is, you, you know, the, the attachment to your children, the attunement to your children on an emotional level, not a behavioral issue, but an emotional level, you know, I'm sorry, not a behavioral level, but an emotional level, when, when that, that becomes, you know, natural and second, you know, just sort of um, automatic, right? It becomes just the way that you, you kind of handle yourself because you're being present, you're being accepting, you know, so you're being present with what the child is going through as it's happening, right? And, and in that place, you're not thinking about like, well, what's this going to look like in 10 years? Or, 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 or are my friends going to, you know, am I going to be shamed by the other kids and the, the other parents in the playground, stuff like that? We're not worried about that. We're worried about being present with your child, you know, being attached, connected, present, right? And accepting, we're, we're, we're being accepting that, you know what, <laughs> You know, your child might not be that that particular thing that you have in your mind. And that's okay, right? That's okay because all children are different. And, and you know, and, and in the, over the, the span of, of a lifetime of the first 20 some odd years of a child's life before they become an adult, lots of things are going to happen. So, so by, 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 you know, focusing on these little behavioral things and not accepting them and instead trying to change them, we're oftentimes creating more issues than we're solving, right? And then of course, compassion is, you know, as you're, as you're leading yourself with compassion for your child, this leads to a level of curiosity and it leads to a level of, again, connection and attachment to your child and really, you know, kind of concerning yourself more with their long-term development rather than with just what's happening right here. All right. So again, if you're interested at all, please drop a comment below. Send me a, a message. I would love to talk to you about uh, about how this is all going to work. You know, it, it's like an eight to twelve week program. Um, it's it's going to be very simple, very structured, very um, uh, very helpful for for a lot of people. Because again, the biggest lesson that I learned as a parent, and when things started to really improve, and I'll tell you all my stories, you know, in you know while we talk. Um, but the when things started to improve, and not only just with my children, but also with my spouse and with our connection and our ability to connect with our children, the, when all that started started to improve, and the behavioral issues started to go away was when we started to practice mindfulness and started to really be present, accepting, and compassionate. All right, so if you're interested, hit me up with a, a comment or send me a direct message. I would love to talk to you more about this subject. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.